This message is brought to you by Croydon Tabernacle, a part of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Our mission is reconciling the individual, community and the nation to God. Be blessed as you listen. Us needing to make sure that we are dependent on the Holy Spirit for everything. So it cannot have come at a more significant time for us to be encouraged to depend on the Holy Spirit for everything. Let's bow our heads once more. Because we're in the house of God, we cannot pray enough. Prayer is never over much. Let's thank him for his word that he will send to us. Let's thank him because the entrance of his word brings light. And when God sends light, there is understanding. Send your light through your word, Holy Spirit. Send your light in a dimension we have never experienced. Send your light in a new way, Holy Spirit. Let your presence be felt in our midst through your word, Holy Spirit. Let questions be answered. Let problems receive solutions. Let grief receive comfort. And let despair receive hope in Jesus' name. Let wounds receive healing. And let sorrow turn to joy. Blessed be your name. For we pray in the name of Jesus. I want the Holy Spirit to have his way. As we prepare for the fast coming up in September, we are on a journey. We are on a journey towards that um, time, phase, or chapter in our lives. We start the fast on the 1st of September, and we finish on the 21st. It's a three-week fast. And as I started to prepare for uh, this word, God uh, arrested my attention to the fact that we are on a journey and that he is a God of journeys. So I started looking back in the Bible and I happened upon our father, who is our spiritual father, Abraham. And I realized that although we, we, we you know, know these things, but sometimes when it just hits your, your understanding that Abraham was an immigrant. So was Isaac and so was Jacob. Jacob especially was an immigrant. He migrated from his home to Egypt because of his son, Joseph. So he moved quite extensively, quite a journey to get to Egypt where Joseph, his son, was now the person in charge. And many of us have similar experience because many of us are immigrants. However, Although God is a God of physical journeys, that is, he tells us what to do, when to move, you know, how to move around, but he's also a God of spiritual journeys. And as we prepare for the next phase of our journey, specifically pointing at September 1 to 21, we need a time of preparation. I used the analogy in the morning and I said, if you're traveling to Australia, I think Australia, they, they said it's 21. Is it 21 hours? 21 hours. 20. Who has been to Australia? Yeah. You've been? 20. 20. 
23 hours. Oh my God, that's a whole day. <laughs> the preparation you will do for a 22-hour journey will be different from what you do if you are going from here to Brighton. So when God started to say to us that prepare for this journey, I found that quite encouraging because it shows that adequate preparation for this phase or this chapter will enable us to land safely. Yes, adequate preparation for this phase or this chapter will enable us to land safely, which means he knows there are bumps ahead. He knows there are bumps ahead on the road. He knows that there may be a stopover. He knows that at one point or the other, the fuel gauge will begin to say, I'm shaky. So he wants us to prepare. And as I started to continue to read, in fact, I um, then happened upon, and not by chance, because you might be saying, oh, Pastor Nkaz, because throughout the whole week you've been hearing um, all the words from the book of Genesis chapter 1. Absolutely not. It's not that. But he said something as a righteous encounter, which, by the way, we want to give God the glory for your lives. Um, as they were worshiping this morning, it hit me during the worship that when God says something, the spirit of God is hovering around to make sure that whatever God says happens. And in the first service, if you were there in the first service, all we were talking about was the spirit of God. That's what we focused on. That's what we concentrated on. It was during the worship that God now said to me, that spirit that you were talking about in the morning walks hand in hand with my word. And you may say to me, oh, but Pasanika, you know that already. For me, it was, it, was a, it was a revelation that linked everything we talked about this morning to what we're going to talk about this afternoon. And so I'm going to go back to Genesis chapter 1 because our spiritual journey is a very crucial one. Now, another thing. Whenever the flight is booked, if there is rain on that day, will they necessarily cancel the flight? If there is uh, extreme heat on that day, will they necessarily cancel the flight? So whatever it is that the weather forecast is telling you, make sure you stay on the flight. Praise the Lord. Yes? Yes? Am I, am I communicating? Okay. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. That's me. And darkness was all over the surface of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. The section I want you to focus on is this. And the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Two, three things. One, the presence of the spirit of God hovering. 
So we are looking for an outcome that will make sure that the Spirit of God hovers over us and over our prayer requests. Of course, your prayer requests, my prayer requests are the, t the totality of our lives. Everything that happens to do with what we want, we desire, we plan, and even the things we don't desire or know or plan, God to hover over it, the Spirit of God to hover over it. But there must be a word that is spoken so that when the Spirit begins to hover, it has a word to work on. I know when I was in the first service this morning, I was not sure if I was getting the message across. But I was assured from the uh, congregation that I was getting the message across. And the reason is simply this. It's not my word. So I'm, I'm simply communicating something that has been communicated to me. So if I sound a little bit um, uh, spiritual, in quotes, just take it home and go and ask the Holy Spirit to interpret it to you. So there is a, there is a match between the Spirit of God being around us, being upon us, being with us, and the word of God that we have been given, marrying themselves together to come to pass. Does that make sense? You have to give me an answer. Don't look at, don't stare at me blank. Tell me it makes sense or tell me no, it does not make sense. Because we must get the understanding before we leave. Otherwise, we might not be able to tap into the things that God wants to release during this fast. So, there, there needs to be a match between the Spirit of God upon our lives and the Word of God that God gives us as a promise. Does that make sense? Okay, I can see more nods. Thank you. Therefore, as we go into the next verse, or the next um, set of verses, I will explain that further. So we're now going to look at Isaiah chapter 11. In the first service, I did a lot more of the explanation of physical and spiritual journeys, but I do not feel led this time. Isaiah 11, 1 to 5. Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 to 5. <sighs> do I need the shoot? Was that the one you used for me this morning? No. Thank you. Okay. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Now, I would like you to insert your name in that space where it says him. Why? The outcome of this fast is this scripture. Just um, take a snapshot of it put it somewhere where you can see it every morning and let it become flesh in your mind, in your spirit in your life meditate upon it, pray about it you know, make sure that you are not allowing it to go chew it, spit it out swallow it again you know, let it be your food and drink your meat, your oxygen and carbon dioxide. It says the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel 
and might. An interchangeable name for might is power. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Then three tells you the outcome. Now, can you please go to, for this one, go to KJV. The outcome of the spirit of God resting upon you and I shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. Stop there. So let me start from back and then walk my way to the front. The outcome of this fast is that, for example, you are struggling in a particular area or you have, just an, as, a, as an example, a child that's struggling in a particular area. Pray this scripture so that that uh, situation will make you or the child or whoever to have quick understanding. Quick understanding is perceptive understanding. Understanding that is unique and above the natural. Something you can call upon to be able to help you in difficulty. Something you can call upon, a skill you can call upon, or an ability you can call upon that you know is not natural to you. You can call upon it to be uh, applicable in your situation or your circumstance in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, meaning that it's not what you see or what you hear or what you know within your capacity, either from study or from anything else, that helps you to overcome a particular uh, challenge. It's not what you know. It's not what you learned. It's not what you have as an education that makes you capable of excelling in a particular challenge or a particular thing. It says, neither reprove after the hearing of your ears. So somebody comes to tell you something. I don't know how many of you saw um, the video that went around of the Brazilian drug addict or drug lord who has a sentence of 74 years and is serving a jail term of 74 years. Did you see it? You saw it? Okay. He came out of his cell. His 17-year-old daughter went to visit him. And she was wearing jeans and a, a whatever. And um, then the girl came out. The girl came out of the cell and was about to go. But the guard stopped the girl on the, on, the, on the way out and detained her. And by the time the story was over, if you are looking at it, there's no way you will know that that girl is not the girl. There's no way because she was wearing exactly the same thing as when she went into the cell to see her dad. That's exactly what she wore when she came out. She had the same long hair, she had the same complexion, and she had, I don't know if she had the same build, I'm not sure about that. But the guard stopped the girl and detained her. By the time they took off everything, the wig, the, the glasses, the, um, the mask, the t-shirts, well, under which he was wearing a bra, it was her father. So what am I trying to say? Not everything you see is reality. And not everything you hear is truth. So this fast will help us to be able to discern what is real and what is not. And it may not always give you the same result as what you think. I don't know if I'm making sense. So we need to prepare our minds 
And we have a good few weeks to do that. And in these few weeks, I would like you to go through these scriptures, Isaiah 11, 1 to 5, over and over and over again. Because there are some things you and I need to extract from the word of God. We can't do it on a Sunday. It's not possible. And we cannot do it by uh, a shallow dipping our leg into the swimming pool water and coming out. So I'm going to go to another part before we come back to Isaiah 11. And the other part simply is found. Let's look first of all at 1 Corinthians 3, 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 2. We're still coming back to Isaiah 11. And please don't forget to let me know how much time I have left. First Corinthians 3, 2. You can show me the time on that and then I can look at this one. Okay. He says, I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For you have, you have changed it. Give, give me NKJV. I fed you with milk and not with solid food. For until now, you were not able to receive it. And even now, you are still not able. Three. For you are still carnal. For where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like men? You know, as we go in the, into this fast, we must drop a lot of our habits. Thank you. A lot of our habits that we need to drop help us to be able to extract what I am talking about. It's giving us, uh, what is it called? Uh, go back to 3-2, please is giving us an indication of what will help us to absorb the blessings that are going to be released from heaven. Remember we said, God has said to us that the last part of this year, so we have right now August, so September, October, November, December, we should prepare ourselves to receive or absorb like a sponge the accelerated blessings he's going to release to us. But we will not be capable of accepting or accessing them if we are not spiritually uh, developed. He says, I fed you with milk, not with solid food. For until now, you were not able to receive it. And even now, you are still not able. Go on. For while you are, for you are still carnal, for where there is envy, there is strife, there is divisions among you. Are you not carnal? and behaving like mere men. What he's saying is that mere men will not be able to access what he wants to release. That's it. Mere men. So if I look in my behavior and I find out that in many ways I'm still upset, getting angry. I'm still, somebody says something to me, I'm still angry. And because of that, I will not talk to the person. All those kind of things must drop. Otherwise, we will miss out. Because this, this journey, like I said, God is a, a God of journeys. This next phase is a phase, is a chapter in our journey. So between now and the 1st of September, there's a lot of time for us to pray that all this carnality will disappear. Because the carnal mind cannot receive the things of God. They can't. So if your uh, what you have done to me or said to me is going to make me to not to talk to you, I'm carnal. 
Or if you who are doing this stuff don't stop doing what you are doing, you are carnal. And the warning is, I will only release to people who are spiritual because spiritual things can only be absorbed by spiritual beings. Is there anything for us in four? Verse four. No. Okay, let's go back to Isaiah 11, one to five. Since you give me time. Yeah, yeah, we'll come back to that. I'll come back to that. Go to two. Okay. Um, um, stay back with that one. Let me talk about that a little bit. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse. We all know who Jesse is, the father of David. And a branch shall grow out of his roots. Branch of Jesse came actually from that, that uh, chap, the acquired name came from that particular scripture. And a branch shall go out of it, which means that another outcome of this fast is growth. Spiritual growth. Nece a ne in fact, should I say not outcome? A necessary condition for this fast is spiritual growth. So before now, maybe you are um, someone, for example, who only prays you know, when it's necessary. Let's, I, I'm, not, I'm just randomly picking something out of the heart. You only pray when necessary. You need to begin to ask God to help you so that you apply the discipline of praying daily. As a Christian, you should be the kind of person that if you don't pray for one day, it's as if your life wants to fall apart. That's how you should feel. You really have the spirit of God in you and you don't pray for a single day. You have not done, and when I say pray, I don't mean, Father, we thank you because you are faithful and truthful. Please bless us as we go out in Jesus' name. That's not what I mean. But you don't have a communion, communion, is it communion? With God. You are going out in the morning. You don't have a communion with God. You don't have any time in your day that you can say, I set aside half an hour, one hour to pray to God on your own without any distractions around you. You should feel as if somebody has ripped out a section of your existence. That's how you should feel. If you are still going through 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours, three days, one week, you have not prayed and you are comfortable, please, you need to check. There's a, there's a disconnect somewhere. You need to check. You must be uncomfortable with lack of fellowship. So it's saying here, go to two. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. I said we had a, a Bible study yesterday. And we talked about the seven spirits of God. So we, we identified the seven spirits. One, the spirit of the Lord. Two, the spirit of wisdom. What's number three? What's number three? What's number four? What's number five? What's this number six? And number seven. So the seven spirits of God. If you read the book of Revelation, you'll find it there. That there are seven spirits of God all before his throne. And so this, the, the, the spirit of the Lord, we were talking about it and we said, why was it that they had to separate the spirit of the Lord from the other six that have been clearly named? And during the Bible study, we said, because spiritual things are spiritually discerned, not all the time. Will every single thing that you read in the Bible be capable of interpreting in human language? Because for me, the spirit of the Lord encompasses the entire 
a personality or person of God himself. So to say the spirit of the Lord, are you saying that the spirit of the Lord is different from the spirit of wisdom and understanding? No, he's not. It is the entire embodiment of the whole of God, the whole of the Holy Spirit. Now, this Holy Spirit is somebody we need to know in detail, in depth. That's why we're going into this. We have to study him and keep on. So of course, we can never know him 100%. But for the purpose of the fast we're preparing for, I want you to make sure that this scripture, you go over it and go home and pray over it. A sister came to me after the first service. She said, Pastor, in fact, that I'm going home now to go and do the homework on the Holy Spirit. That's the kind of fire or passion I would like you to pick up this afternoon. To be determined that you want to find out what is, why did God have to enumerate the different names of the seven spirits that that um, uh, stand before his throne, that are there. If you read that frightening account of the throne of God in the book of Revelation, you'll be amazed. And it says the seven spirits of God are present. Apart from all the, um, the 420 elders, the frightening creatures and all the different you know, things, the um, crystal lake, everything that is there, the seven spirits of God are a key essential part of that revelation of who God is. And so it says the spirit of wisdom. You know, when it talks about wisdom, wisdom is all-encompassing. Wisdom, the spirit of wisdom. And during this fast, what came to me was that as we pray, we should ask God to give us wisdom of ideas. That as we pray, we should ask God that God reveal to us what we will know that human beings cannot give us. Reveal to us what we, you, we will know that your business associates, your colleagues, your um, professors are not capable of downloading this idea to you. That we should pray that God should percolate ideas in our hearts. And not just ideas, but the ability to make those ideas function and come to pass. We should pray that when God releases the spirit of wisdom, it will not be the same business as usual for us after the 21st of September. We should pray that when the wisdom of God comes, we will be amazed and astounded because we now have a deeper level of wisdom that we know we didn't go to school to access this. We should pray that during this period, and I, don't, I want you to, to make sure that you are really fasting. I really want you to make sure you are fasting because you cannot, what I'm trying to say is that you cannot play Russian roulettes with this particular fast. And that is probably why, you know, normally, you know, whenever we're, we're um, uh, starting out on a fast, we would have probably told you maybe the week before or two weeks before. But this is a whole month. And for me, significantly enough, this year's anointing for children and young people is the Saturday before the Sunday starts. For me, that's just God being organized. That's just God showing us that your children, your future, I will take care of, and then I will start with you adults. That's for me. That's what that message is. That he will take care of our children, take care of the generation that we are leaving behind, and then he will deal with us and take us through the journey. For me, that's just God. Because normally we have our all, all I have, we have, there's no, where is Omar? There's never been a a, what is it called? Children's anointing that has fallen into the month of August. It's always in September. 
But for me, this year, God has clearly put it as a message. Okay, I will deal with them first, then I will handle the rest of you. So please don't be left out. Please, wherever you are, whatever work you do, however it is possible for you to do it, just make sure you participate. If you have um, maybe ulcers or any health challenges, then do what you can do. But make sure that within that period, you are fasting. And that anything that can be um, linked to carnality, things like anger, things like quarreling and fighting. You know, it takes two people to quarrel. It takes two people. If one person puts water in their mouth and does not talk, we quarrel, we die. So when you tell me, yeah, it's my sister, it's always, she's always provoking me. We live in the same house and she does not allow me to rest. When she opens her mouth to talk to you, what is your own reaction? So please, whatever it is that is a canal, that's going to be a canal um, suction of the blessing, let's start dealing with it from today. Praise the Lord. So it says, the spirit of wisdom. That wisdom for me is a very, oh, please don't forget to keep flashing the time because I can get quite carried away. Um, thank you. Ah, exactly. So that spirit of wisdom and understanding. You know, sometimes you can be very um, detached from some certain information that you need to absorb give you an example. You are studying for an exam and you have read and read and read and read and your brain is saturated. You can't even understand anything again. This spirit of understanding gives you ability to overcome physical uh, what do they call it? Physical limitations. It gives you an understanding. It's not a physical, it's not a ment it's not even a mental understanding. It is an understanding that comes from your spirit. And understanding to be able to, to download directly from the throne of God what God is saying about anything. It's an understanding that makes your colleague who does not have it to walk and live in confusion while you live in absolute clarity. I don't know if I'm making sense. Encourage me so I'll know I'm talking. Or I should keep quiet. Okay. Understanding. It's like crystal clear. When the person next to you is wondering, that same message came to me, but I don't know, it didn't touch me. You get it. You get it. You grab it. You, you access it. It's like a code. You know, um, I watched a film some years ago, and I think it was uh, Mike Bamiloye's, um, that's Mount, is that Mount Zion? Mount Zion Productions. And there was a man sitting in a room. The, the two of them were there. There were two people sitting in a room. And one man came in and started to talk to another man in a code. The person sitting next to him didn't get it. But as soon as he opened his mouth, the man he was talking to understood it. Because in their cult, that is the code they use. So you don't even have to know each other. If the person comes and begins to talk in that code, you will know instantly whether you are from whatever part of the world that this person is a member of the same cult as you. God is not a cultist. But God gives codes to his children. And if you have the spirit of understanding, you will get it. Rise to your feet. You are the one who's going to determine the outcome 
of this next phase or this next level for yourself. It is you who will determine. Not even me. It's nothing to do with the minister. It's everything to do with the sender of the message. I want you to pray. If I'm just going to give you a few minutes to communicate with the Holy Spirit the way you want. We're in very specific times. God is being very deliberate and specific because he knows the time is short. That is why there are so many different things happening on the world stage. The devil also knows his time is short. We also know our time is getting shorter and shorter. Or should I say, we ought, 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 we ought to know that our time is getting shorter and shorter. There are certain programs and priorities in heaven that have nothing to do with the priorities on earth. And God will continue with his program regardless of who we are, what we do, and what we don't do. If we have the mind to follow with God on his program, he will carry us through. If we don't, he will look for an alternative. There are many options to you and I. Many options to our position. Many options to what assignment God has given to us. And he can use any of those options at any time. I would like you to pray. Father, please don't let me lose my assignment, my place, my position. My position in your program, not in the program of man, but in your position, your position in God's program, in your program, Heavenly Father. Pray that, Lord, as I go through this fast, you will speak to me. Your spirit will rest upon me. Then begin to mention the different spirits that you want from that list that we have gone through. The spirit of wisdom, the spirit of counsel, understanding, might, or power. The spirit of knowledge, the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Ask God. And when you leave this place, I will encourage you that the prayer should not cease, but continue. So that by the 1st of September, we are ready to go. Arakazanto robobo yekele mazinta mandre bobo shekele boria katire mozante mandre kaza kirende shekele marinda kaza brekatai mandre bosaka ruma shinta rababa irinke deskeleva. Let's ask that the Spirit of the Living God will fall upon us right now. Holy Spirit, fall upon me right now. Holy Spirit, Spirit of the Living God, please fall upon me. Right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, begin to prepare my mind, my soul, my body for the fast, oh God. Yes, even let, ask the Lord to prepare your body because some of us cannot actually fast for such a long time. But if you ask the Lord to prepare your body, you'll be amazed what the Holy Spirit will do. Holy Spirit begin to fall upon me right now. Every area of my life that is defective, every area of my life that is carnal, every area of my life that is not up to your standard. 
We want God to prepare us. Let the Holy Spirit prepare us so that the word of God will come to pass in our lives. The word of God will become real. The word of God will become accessible. The word of God will become understandable. The word of God will become flesh. The word of God will become rema. Lord, I don't want to miss out. This time around, Heavenly Father, I want to prepare in time so that, Lord, I can reach the throne of grace. Lord, I can make that divine connection that can never be broken. Spirit of the living God, I will not judge out after the hearing of my ears or after the seeing of my eyes, but with quick understanding, Lord, will I perform. In the mighty name of Jesus, for any one of you that has a child that is, um, that is backward in their studies, I want you to use that scripture between now and the first, and between the first and the twenty-first, to pray that the God of heaven will quicken that child's understanding, quicken that child's mind, quicken that child's abilities, quicken that child's um, perception in the mighty name of Jesus. Picking that, quicken that child's cognitive skills in the mighty name of Jesus. You need to use everything that these scriptures are releasing to us to solve every problem that you and I are facing. Every challenge that we are going through. That let God Visit each one, step by step, little by little. God Almighty to visit every single one that you have as a request before the throne of grace. That nothing should be untouched. No area of our lives should remain the same after this fast. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are believing God for so many things. Put it under the canopy of the Spirit of God. There is nothing the Spirit of God cannot unravel. There's nothing the Spirit of God cannot break down. There's nothing the Spirit of God cannot deliver. There's nothing the Spirit of God cannot provide. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. And finally we're going to pray. Every spiritual weakness in my life receive termination by the Spirit of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. What are you struggling with? What am I struggling with? Let every spiritual weakness, weakness in my life because another thing, obviously, by the time we finish, not just that God should have provided and supplied all our needs, but that we should be spiritually mature. We should be spiritually strong to stand the test of time. Father, let every spiritual weakness in my life receive termination. Receive termination. Receive termination by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I'm going to pray, as I did in the first service, for um, anyone who has this um, challenge of up today, down tomorrow. You know, yeah, strong one minute, next minute, everything is out of the window. You keep up rising and falling. You have this, you know, your faith today is high. Next minute you are, you know, saying something different. Now, can we please all keep our eyes closed and um, our heads bowed? But I just want to see your hand quickly and then drop it. That's it. So I just make a note. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. Six, six, okay, seven, all right. Eternal Rock of Ages, seven of your children have raised their hands before your throne of grace. Lord, even the number seven is a perfect number. Lord, perfect all that concerns them in Jesus' name. As we prepare for this fast, as we go through the fast, 
minister to that gap in their lives and fill it to overflowing in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, it's between you and them. Come through for them in Jesus' name. Where there has been no help from man or from expected sources, Lord, as you promised, show up in Jesus' name and show up by fire so that they will give a testimony of your faithfulness. And no man, no pastor, no pastor's wife, no bishop, no general overseer, no prophet will take the glory. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. God bless you. Be seated. Pastor. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you. Thank you for listening. We hope that you were ministered to through this message. If you have any comments on this presentation or would like to contact us, our address is 38 to 40 Parsons Meet, West Croydon, CR03SL. To speak to a member of our team, you can call us on 0208-688-466. Our website address is www.croydontabernacle.org.uk. Thank you and God bless.